0: Are you looking for a sexy and smelling good candle that is going to set the mood for romance? Well, you've come to the right place because we here at Romance and Color recommend You Glow Girl Candle Company. The candles are amazing. They're eco-friendly, made from coconut, soy wax, and free of toxins and parabens. They come in amazing, sexy smells like pineapple sage, and black raspberry and vanilla that are sure to get you in a sexy and romantic mood. Black woman owned and based out of LA, You Glow Girl Candle Company is the move to set the mood right. Visit them at youglowgirlcandleco.com and tell them Romance and Color sent you. Now back to the show. Hi everyone and welcome Hi to this podcast. How's it going out there?
1: Well, I know in New York City, we're getting some warm weather, so I can't complain. Oh, so same, I am good. Same. Weather's getting warmer. Yes. Um, people are getting the vaccine out in New York City. Mm-hmm. And the governor just really, not the governor, the mayor just let us know that if you've been vaccinated, you can be in a room with others who are vaccinated without masks. So it's feeling pretty good, you know. That's feeling good. What about Atlanta? What's going same. on with you It's very
0: warm. We just had All Star Weekend, which was a full um, I did not go out in that mess. But um we yeah, had again. um mm-hmm. teachers are getting vaccinated here. My husband oh, gets great. vaccinated on Tuesday. Yeah. Um so so <laughs> really excited. You still don't really fit happy. into a category though, right? No, me, no. I'm still kind of in the general population.
1: Summer. Um so mm-hmm.
0: we'll see what happens uh with me. But even though I do work at a university, they they haven't really said anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's wild because Teachers can get vaccinated, but professors are not on that list.
1: That's interesting. I'm just so fascinated by that. Academia is really a lot of contact, you know, even yeah. without, um, with remote learning, there's still meetings and yeah, it's a shame. All educators yeah. should be essential workers.
0: Yeah, so I don't know what the thing is. I'm not a professor, but I do work in the university environment and, yeah. and in touch with students. But you know, whatever. If I'm still gonna be home, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, well, praise I'm the Lord okay. for that.
1: Can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: okay. So last week, um, episode which was called, um, what we, what do we do? We we talked about um the don't waste your pretty. Yeah, um, yes, so yes. yeah, we talked about "Don't Waste Your Pretty," which we enjoyed. We really loved that movie. I should yes, watch it again. We um, I have to
1: watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so um, I really enjoyed it, um, and that darn Re- Re- Derek oh, hes so fine. But he's I, I, that I beard, honey. yeah, I had to look at him again, so I watched it again. <laughs> so we talked a lot about a few hot topics. We talked about Sheree and her prison bank. Couple yeah. celebrities out here with candles and rumors of Tiffany Haddish being pregnant. Um, candle's and those rumors
1: been confirmed. I no, don't think not so. Not
0: confirmed, not confirmed. So, okay. I don't mm-hmm. think she's pregnant, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. in the reading romance, I um said learned reactions by Jace Ellis, which is a really good book, um, LGBT um, book. And in watching romance, uh, we talked about coming to America and the Oprah Sussex interview, which we will talk about today. And um, in listening romance, um, it was some classic Anita Baker. So I hope you all enjoyed some classic Anita Baker. Uh, when I was writing, or when I could attempt to write, because I've had really bad writer's block, um, I was listening to uh, Anita Baker. So hopefully I can find me something else to pull me out of this writer's block because it's been really well. So, yeah, I
1: hope yeah. so. I wish I could offer some inspirational words, but I don't know. Hopefully, you know, maybe with the change in weather in the spring something, you'll be
0: inspired. We'll send
1: positive vibes your way, Tati. Yes, send
0: send positive vibes my way, y'all. So what are the hot topics, Bikini and Romance, this week?
1: Yeah, so this week, um, just to follow up on a story we talked about in the past, Lori Harvey and Lil Boosie, as y'all know, Lori has dated, you know, several guys, you know, similar to, I guess, a Taylor Swift you could compare her to, Mm -hmm. just young Mm free dating enjoying life and not settling down too early as she shouldn't but Lil Lil boosie has had a lot to say about it as we know he's made some really inflammatory remarks about her basically alluding that she's quote run through and you know calling her and not so many words but calling her a whore and saying she's not someone you you know you should aspire for your daughters to be like just really misogynistic and just Mm. very ugly statements Mm. he sickens me but you know I don't want to say surprisingly, but pleasantly, rapper Too Short. I don't know if you guys mm. know Too Short, mm-hmm. um, but he is from the West Coast. He's like an old school rapper. He's like from the 90s and stuff. And I, I really like Too Short, even though his lyrics are super misogynist. <laughs> he's like one of the original. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, was, but I like him, unfortunately, and I was about Obviously. to quote some of his, his lyrics, but they're too filthy for our podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, yes. he's kind of like a notorious. During that era of, like, the men in the rap songs, calling women bitches and hoes and all that, so anyway, he's from that era. Um, but anyway, he came to her defense, and he was basically like, um, you know, addressing Lil Boosie saying that she only did, goes after these celebrities and dates these guys and bouncing around from ball player to rapper to this and that. And so too short was basically like, you know, I think that it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, if your ch- if your kid grows up in the environment, you know, a celebrity environment, her father Steve Harvey, she said mm-hmm. if he said if your kid grows up in a environment because you're a ball player or you are an entertainer, then the circles that she's going to run in are kind of a list circles. She's gone right. to like. Private schools. So the fact that she's dating these A list celebrities, it's not that she's necessarily seeking a rapper or a ball. This is not some chicken head who's out there looking to come up. This is someone he's mm-hmm. saying who basically is dating her peers, guys who she, you know, kind of have had a similar upbringing or current experience as her. Oh. Um, He said her father's really popular. So, you know, she is, in a way, looking for a man who lives up to her father's standards. I thought that was really dope, you know, that Mm -hmm. he kind of would acknowledge that. Like, her dad is Steve Harvey, and why should she date? And there's nothing wrong with Joe the Handyman. You know, I love Joe the Handyman. But maybe she's kind of used to her dad and what he does, and Too Short's kind of like it's not – unrealistic or, you know, unreasonable that she would expect and want to date someone kind of of her dad's caliber. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you said with regards to, all these men who want her because Lil Boosie was like criticizing it, basically saying they know she's easy at this point. She's been run through. They just want their turns to hop on the lorry train. That's kind of Lil Boosie's take on it. Mm-hmm. And so Too Short went on to say, um, and I'll just quote this one because I really like this. He said, it has a lot to do with who you are as a person. Maybe she's just a really great person to be with. Maybe she's really smart or a fun lover, fun loving person, or something about her that's amazing that makes all these guys make her their girlfriend. Um Okay, I'll end the quote there. But I just thought that was really cool. Like, maybe yeah. she's just, like, a dope person. Maybe her vibe is just, yeah. like, really dope. And maybe that's why when the relationship doesn't work out with, you know, guy A and she takes a little time and moves on to guy B, guy B meets her and is, like, delighted with her company. So I appreciated that. Thank you, Too Short, for standing yeah, for a no. woman. Yeah, that, was, that was really cool. Maybe he has daughters or something. It was just, <laughs> I just feel like so many men are hopping on the Boosie bandwagon or not speaking up at all so you know yeah. what I mean it's either or either they're staying silent and not coming to her defense or they're hopping on his bandwagon so it's right. not too many men who are coming forward and speaking out so I thought that was really cool that's good um, mm-hmm. yeah so in other news speaking of love we talked about how Wendy Williams 56 uh, year old talk show host who of course divorced her husband Kelvin Hunter last year or announced it last year and they got, just got divorced mm-hmm. um, and we of course saw the movie and so she was playing a game on her show who wants to date Wendy, basically, and that was fun. That ran for several weeks, and she finally made her choice. She chose a man named Mike Esterman, he's a talent agent and a carpenter. It, she had um, a total of ten, narrowed it down to three. One was kind of a youngish guy who I think she was just attracted to. He was a handsome guy from the Bronx, but when they did kind of like the final three dating game, he was a little bit boring. Didn't really have a lot of personality. Didn't really have a lot to say. So that was like a little bit disappointing. Um, but he was—I thought he was a little too young for her. And then there was another guy who was a jazz musician, and I oh, actually really? thought he was perfect. He was about six seven or six six, um, oh, really? handsome jazz musician. So he kind of knows the industry so he's not necessarily starstruck by her and he was also like you know it's it's a myth that people who are entertainment you know are cheaters because I'm really committed and da, da, da. he seemed really really nice tall chocolate gentleman Ooh. handsome and she really seemed like she was into him and then there was a third guy Mike Esterman who she ends up picking um, and he actually was recommended by Mario Lopez who we know from Saved by the Bell and extra oh. Is it Extra?
0: Yeah, but anyway
1: extra. And, and, and Mike out of the out of the three finalists analyst Mike was the only white guy um, so she did choose Mike in the end I have to say I was a little bit disappointed I thought she would choose the tall jazz musician who was just really handsome and just seemed so perfectly equally yoked with her um, I don't know I kind of think that maybe she was going with Mario Lopez's recommendation because in a way that's a little safer like Mario really vouched for this guy This right. has, like his longtime friend um, and he said to his friend Mike why don't you try out for the show you know to see if you can get a chance and and so she picks them in the end. And also, she might be just deciding to try something new. Because mom so. is to follow Wendy she's always been really open about her preference and men and she kind of likes a hood guy you know like mm-hmm. she kind of likes that edge she's always says that like that's what attracted her to Kelvin kind of he has that edge he made her feel safe and just her, her typical choice in men is you know because she's like a suburban bougie girl like myself yes. or whatever but she likes her man with a little, a little street in him you know <laughs> yeah. but, um, but Mike is just kind of an ordinary nice working guy like I said mm-hmm. he's a carpenter he's good with his hands he's not so tall he's not like the 6'6 jack as musician, but, you know, they went out a couple times, and she really, really likes him, and he seems like he really likes her, so we just wish Wendy the best, because, you know, I just wanted to find happiness, you know, she went through that divorce, very public, scandalous divorce. And just like any of us, she deserves happiness and love. So, wishing you the best, Wendy, with Mike. If it doesn't, if it, if he's not the one, that's okay. Go back out there, you know, like Lori, and enjoy and just date. I know that's right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And lastly, I don't remember if me and you just talked about this, Tatiana, or if we talked about it on the podcast. But as some of you guys may know by now, but Pose is entering its third and final season. Uh, I think I that you and I talked about this. it. Yes, Say that again. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we so put it hard on yet. Yeah, I'm heartbreaking. Oh so gosh. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. So heartbroken. Words can't even describe. Mm-hmm. It's going to be May 2nd. It starts, um, yeah, like I said, starts May 2nd. Oddly, it's only seven episodes. I oh. feel like that's kind of a weird number. Very a season weird. is usually 10 or 15, if you're lucky. I've never known it to be seven. I'm not sure how that was influenced by COVID. And, you know, the, I, the show tapes in New York City, mm-hmm. and obviously we really had high numbers, and I imagine it might have been very difficult because it's a very New York- city urban show like it's yes. it takes place in the town and walking on the streets and in restaurants it must have been so difficult to film around COVID with all the restrictions um I know it's possible to be done though but you know I don't know why there's seven episodes I'm going to enjoy each and every one of them I'm going to hang on to them I am so devastated that it's ending but I just feel like the show has been, been so amazing so educational so informative and so beautiful and poignant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a great show. It's I'm just so glad it's on Netflix. I hope it stays on Netflix because yeah. I have a lot of people in my life who I feel like I want them to watch the show because these are people who I feel like don't understand the trans community. Don't mm-hmm. love and respect the trans community. Don't get why sometimes people in the trans community have to make certain decisions that they have to make. Why are there so many sex workers in the trans? Why is the death and the murder and the suicide rate so high? Like they just don't understand and get it. And I just mm-hmm. feel like this helps you. I'm not saying it should be like your only education about, Right. The trans community, but I just feel like for someone who maybe is closed to it, it opens your eyes, you know, it's just, and it's a beautiful, it's about love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And Billy yeah. Porter is the first, I think, uh, is he the first openly gay man to win lead actor in a, I believe he won the Emmy. Was it the yeah, Emmy he or is. the? Yeah, so just a great show. I, I can't wait for May 2nd. And um, there's been talks of a possible off and which characters would you want to see, but I don't know if that's just us and the blogs being hopeful or if the yeah. directors and producers have actually talked about a, a spinoff. But we'll see. And shout out to Janet Mock for being the executive direct producer of this mm-hmm. amazing series. So yeah, I just hope it
0: ends on like a really – good positive note, I don't want anybody
1: to yeah. die, I don't want yeah. anybody, I don't want it yeah. to be super sad like don't take Same. me out Same. You know? it ends in the 90s, I think it ends I think it's supposed to be, is it like 92 mm-hmm. and I know obviously Um. so uh, MJ and Pray Tell, both are HIV positive, I think actually MJ has full blown A, I don't remember yeah. but they're both positive and I know obviously in the 80s we know that initially many people were dying very quickly because of the mm-hmm. cocktail of medications mm-hmm. that we discovered were the wrong ones, right? right. Was it ACT or whatever it was? was and so stuff, I yeah. don't know if by the 90s the drugs were better to treat it. So I'm hoping that we do not lose either of them because mm-hmm. maybe it will take us through people getting the right drugs and the right cocktail that works for them. It wasn't yeah. at a where it is today where you can take medication and it's undetectable in your system, but it, it got better in the 2000s. So mm-hmm. I, I hope I don't want to end it on a sad note, Mm-mm. you know,
0: Mm-mm. and, um,
1: Oh, just, just such a great, great show. Yeah. Just, I just, I can, want,
0: I I just want my girl to find love. You know, she. You're she, talking she about Blanca. That, you know, yeah, Blanca, I want Blanca to find okay. love.
1: Me she too. Found that
0: From the beach or whatever. Remember, that? did, did we ever
1: see how that ended? It ended we with know. them still dating,
0: right? Yeah, they 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 went out, and but we don't know yeah. what happened after that. So yeah, I'm like, that was beautiful. Oh. I just hope, I just hope
1: she. Has and Tell was with uh, Ricky at the end. Ricky they had, had, had a, they had a long term relationship. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just hope it ends with well. I just seven episodes that just doesn't feel like enough like I just like please <laughs> can you guys come back and keep filming how did you I find close <laughs> up to seven episodes no I know. it's not uh, gonna end crazy we're gonna be like what <laughs> like
0: that's
1: it and mother uh, is her name electrificate I hope she I want her to find love too or maybe just to find her she's happy when she has like a nice sugar daddy who who yes. appreciates what she has what she brings yeah. to the table. I just yeah. want people to find their happiness and their peace, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like for them whatever so anyway, like child, those are the hot topics for this week
0: mm-hmm. all right, so we'll take a short break and come back and talk about um this week's uh topic which is about all things royalty so we'll be back in a second okay we can just keep going
1: <laughs> it's funny when you said royalty i didn't even understand the connection like coming to america <laughs> that is so funny one fictional royalty and one real life mercy yes 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 i hope i i feel like i go on too long with hot topics so i'm gonna try to make That's it more interesting okay okay <laughs>
0: All right, y'all. We are back. Um, we are talking about. Uh, I, I think I want to call this episode "Royal Pains."
1: <laughs> For sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's a good good title.
0: Um, we call this episode "Royal Pains." So first, we're going to talk about the pain part. Um, so as you all know, last week, uh, well, Sunday, um, uh, you're hearing this podcast. Uh, Last Sunday was the 7th. Oprah did an exclusive almost two-hour interview with the Sussexes. I can't even say that. Sussexes. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Harry and Meghan um, and about their decision to leave the royal family and what brought it on and all this stuff. I'm not going to get into all the details, but I do want to talk about a few takeaways and Mm -hmm. um, Keenan, i know you watched a little bit of it too mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and a few of the takeaways from the interview um first of all shout out to oprah because
1: yeah. god
0: damn it we need you back oprah we need you yeah. back as an interviewer still you still got it my please come back auntie oprah i know you don't want yeah. people to call you auntie but i'm calling you auntie auntie mm-hmm. oprah come back um we need your show in our lives again. The way you, are, I mean, people forget Oprah is a journalist first and foremost. Yeah. Shout out to B, Tennessee State University um, she, where she got her <laughs> education. um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, she is a journalist first and foremost. You know what I mean? Like, she cut her teeth in journalism in Baltimore, you know, watching some of the greats, Barbara Walters and stuff like that. So shout out to mm-hmm. Oprah who mm-hmm. just commanded that interview and was able to just bring stuff out i mean ugh. and then you know and shout out to the Royals for being as open as they were i was surprised at some of the things that they said um it's very shocked, not not shocked but just surprised that they would reveal it just like and and to
1: find out and to learn that they were not being paid for it which i assumed that they were not but it just really gives you an appreciation for how important it was for them to just tell their story and share their truth and that sharing your truth sometimes is is priceless no matter the cost
0: right yeah so what are the big takeaways that we learned <laughs> from the interview? One, we learned that Archie um the little baby uh was supposed to be he could have been a prince. However, whoever in the up in the ranks, what they call the firm or the institution or whoever mm-hmm. decided that Archie wasn't going to get a title. Even though that had been the standard for everybody else i mean we see it. and his he,
1: brother right. harry's brother and their and wife their their offspring their son has a title and right. security so. right
0: obviously he yeah, he has there a title. was no
1: clear reason why they mm-hmm. decided not to give the baby to take away the baby's title and not give him a, I mean, title.
0: There's a reason but we'll get to that <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a reason uh but we'll get to that um and then uh I think what else I was shocked to learn was that Megan was going through so, I mean, I knew it was hard on her, but the fact that she was going through such mental instability was very, very hard for me to listen to. As a person who dealt with terrible uh, postpartum depression and terrible, you know, had a really hard pregnancy, it was so difficult for me to hear and see her up there crying about it and everything. and. Also, I was very surprised to learn that she did not Google this man and his family before she started dating him. I don't know how true that is. Because you know,
1: though, it's interesting. I, I I was not surprised by that. And Oprah asked it like six, seven different ways. She, she was just as incredulous them. as you are, you are, as you seem to be. But I totally felt her on that. Because prior to this, to her, I never really was interested in the royal family. Like I told you that. Mm-hmm. It's not something that my family cared about or talked about. And so if I were to meet someone from the royals, like she said everything I knew about him I got from him and I didn't really think that I needed to kind of Google what it's like to be a princess she said that she made the mistake right of assuming that oh the royal family they're just like celebrities which I also get because mm-hmm. I also didn't really understand that it's mm-hmm. totally different she just figured it would be like okay I've been around celebrities for a lot of my life because her dad was like you know mm-hmm. in film and stuff and then she mm-hmm. was an actress so she figured okay just control yourself don't be starstruck and be mm-hmm. polite and be yourself. Mm-hmm. Self, not realizing that it's deeper than that so i i don't yeah she did say she didn't google him kind of like in general like who he dated i don't know if i believe that but i think her point was she didn't look up anything about being a royal marrying mm-hmm. into the royal family and i do believe that because i wouldn't think it was something i needed to research but then like he later she of course realized she needed to do to learn how to do basic things like curtsy and the anthem and but I, she I, did I go feel, into i feel
0: like that i feel like that was on harry too, yes. yeah Out in the wind to like you got to protect your your yeah itself. yeah
1: you can't be driving up to meet your grandmother for the first time talking about do you know how to curtsy and you're five <laughs> minutes away <laughs> like really? come on now like, Harry a deep
0: That is like, on,
1: his, on her on her boo but yeah. She's like, wait, you cursing to your grandma? She's like, oh, she's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's, the queen. that's the queen. That's the queen. That was kind of when I first realized how deep it was. Like, yes. that's not grandma. That is the queen. Yes, but go ahead yes. with your takeaways.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So that, that that was that was another one. Um, the other one is that uh, to to be quite honest, I did not know that. Uh, if we're gonna be keeping a hundred. Megan has more money than Harry. <laughs> Does
1: she? Is that yes. from her acting, or from her you acting, mean since he's been cut
0: off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, since he's been cut off or whatever, she officially was the person who had made more money, yeah. and so um, all his money sort of t- I guess tied up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um And so he said it wasn't. Well, until thank goodness
1: he, for the inheritance from his mom. I know. I support them after they were cut yes. off.
0: I think Diana had a lot of foresight into in, in what may potentially happen to Harry because Harry oh, yeah. was her favorite. You know what I mean? So he was her favorite yeah. kid, and so yeah. she was like, you know what? You're not going to be the prince, but you know, you're not going to be the king. So let me set you up. You know, yeah. so you'll be yeah. taken care of. So
1: mom's but, always looking out and taking care, aren't we? Yeah. Just always making sure our kids I know, are.
0: good. In the I know. And speaking of taking care can. of. I will never talk shit about Tyler Perry ever again.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That touched me so much. So basically what they revealed was that when they realized that they just had to get away, you know, because Megan at this point, like you said, was suicidal, depressed, and and Harry also saw it firsthand. So it wasn't something that was just in her head. It was Mm -hmm. happening. It was real. They knew they needed to flee. So -hmm. they did initially go to Canada, um, and that's where they learned that, that they would not be protected even if they were mm-hmm. even dropping Harry's security detail. Mm-hmm. And with this new baby coming, I don't remember if the baby was like, yes, they already had the baby. They so they the realized baby. they could not be trapped in Canada during a pandemic. Everybody knows where they're living and no security at all. Mm-hmm. So they did decide to go to LA and they had no real source of income because he'd been cut off by that point. And nor did they have a place to live and Tyler Perry basically allowed them to live in his mansion for three months and additionally, provided security detail for them. Like, that was just so beautiful to me. I mean, it was
0: so touching. Oh, the way yes. the way in which, oh. I'll, get, I'll get to this, but the way in which Black people rallied around them.
1: I was, I was about like, to say, and I think Black Prince Harry people? probably saw that and was like, wow, they really go hard for you. Mm-hmm. We just came together and supported them together. Is just, oh my goodness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, not just letting you live in your place, but the security too.
0: Bless his heart. I mean, I, yeah, I was like, an you know what? I'm not gonna talk shit about him no more. I still yeah. might not see his movies, but
1: I'm not gonna talk shit about. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that love that piece of shade right? No, no, no. Yes. I feel you though. That was just really, really beautiful that he, that he, um, that he did that for them. Yes. And she okay. seemed very, very grateful. And Harry I think just seemed a little overwhelmed by it, but he was appreciative yes. too.
0: I was just shocked. I was like, "Are you serious, Tyler yeah. But yeah, that man had money. Yeah. He had the money. Um. So yeah, yeah so those are some things that I was shocked, shocked about. But the one thing I think everybody is talking about mm-hmm. is that there was discussion about how dark mm-hmm. this child would be, which is laughable yeah. to African Americans because, right, be like,
1: girl, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Girl. Like, right, because that baby's going to be what one quarter uh, black, but still, yeah. just the yeah. the fact a that they black. would even have that discussion is so disgusting. And yeah. I know allegedly, allegedly they're saying allegedly. that it could have been um, could have been his dad who yeah. was making those comments, among others. He did clarify that it was not his grandparents who said it. Right. They did maintain that his grandma has been very supportive throughout the entire, from the beginning to the to the end. He says she's been very supportive, and Megan agreed. Um, mm-hmm. They did not want to go into details. You know, he does want to protect some said, some privacy of his family. To that
0: person, and I was like, oh, it's it's probably yeah
1: and especially because um i don't know if you read the blogs today but basically his dad was doing a photo op at a black church in london and apparently he hadn't been to any black church did you read that (laughs) he hadn't been set foot in a black church in about i think they said like 30 years there was some event that happened 30 years ago and he went to support the church but like suddenly people are speculating who said that comment about archie's skin what's he how dark is he going to be and now you in the church taking photos it was just so tacky and transparent but um yeah that was just really really crazy so i mean obviously that's why they made the decision even before archie was born that he would not have a title and nor and because he didn't have a title that was how they justified not providing security for that baby
0: and it's it's like they didn't really get oh
1: it's insidious
0: Yeah, it's, it's so
1: disgusting it's disgusting because this isn't these aren't just like she said these aren't just pop stars celebrities who need that security because you have crazed fans stalking and screaming mm-hmm. I'm getting your autograph and getting in the face and jostling the baby mm-hmm. no she talks about how her husband has gotten death threats because he married her and she gets mm-hmm. death threats and i'm sure the baby mm-hmm. does too you know they're calling him all sorts of monkeys and this and that the man on and, tv you know the presenter security.
0: put a put a picture of him next to a monkey when he was born You know, I mean, and they talk about racism over here. I mean, come on now. Now, Did you see the statement?
1: Did you see that her um, her dad once again did an interview talking about the royals aren't racist and I don't know what you're talking about. He is Um, a vile, vile man. He really is. is. And he doubled down on all his interviews talking about, I'm going to keep doing interviews until they talk to me. They basically haven't talked to me in years. And every 30 days, if they don't do, if they don't talk to me, I'm going to do another interview. You think that that, making a threat
0: like that is going to make them want to talk to you, bro? it's emotional blackmail and he has no business doing shit like that and then this this sister that she never really met you know up here changing her name and writing tell-all books when she ain't got nothing to tell i mean it's it's ridiculous
1: but you know Mm -hmm. A lot of times people come around, like, even though he did a lot of egregious things, her dad, I suspect that just because, you know, there's new babies involved, she might have come around and on her own gone to him and said, Dad, let's start all over. But it's like he's really making it hard, doing interviews and just stuff like that. He published a letter that she sent him when they were engaged. Her dad is a piece of work, you know. He's gross. He's gross. Yeah, he was. The parents like that. I also was very sad though about the um her talking about being suicidal because I had no I excuse me I had no idea and it's amazing how mm-hmm. the media the UK media flipped so many things that happened over the like I said I don't follow any of the royals so all mm-hmm. everything I heard I was learning for the first time mm-hmm. so for example the fact that she was villainized the only thing I knew about them is that I knew for a couple of years they've been there and now suddenly they're leaving and that the narrative was created that basically she's pulling him out. So that's all I knew. But, but I didn't know all of the there. other stuff. It Absolutely. Wasn't, it wasn't her. Yeah. Was but for stupid, that story you know. to be, mm-hmm, for the story of, um, them saying that she made Kate cry over the wedding and then it turned out that it was the other way around. Like she said, they didn't protect her because she was very vague when she kept saying they didn't protect her. I didn't understand what she meant for a while until she was giving those types of examples. They basically didn't have her back. They Mm -hmm. let the, the media talk shit about her and knew that certain things were untrue and people in the family were instructed to say no comment, and the Institute, of course, didn't change it. So it's like they kind of wanted her to be created as a villain. It was really striking when... um they were showing those differences between her and Kate's pregnancy. Ooh. You know, like when Kate yeah. ate, ate avocados, it was like she's looking out for the health of the baby. When Megan ate avocados, they were tying it into some, like, environmental damage and yeah. destruction. When Kate was holding her belly and her stomach, it was like she's nurturing and cradling her baby. Now Megan's doing it, and they're like, what is she doing? Why is she obsessed? She can't take her hands off. And it was just so amazing, and it was refreshing okay. to see Prince Charles. Is it Charles, her husband? Harry, oh. my bad. It was, it was. I appreciated him recognizing the racism for what it was, not sugarcoating it, and basically seeing firsthand. And when he, mm
0: -hmm. I am just, I am just, but what struck me about that was how he was like, oh, I just wasn't really aware of, you know, racial issues. I'm like, bruh. Because it's not
1: like, yeah, like, the U.K. has a good amount of black people. It's not like – there are some places you can go to where really race is, like, not a huge thing because there's so – like, I know people, like, who live in – like, like my dad who lives in Ghana now, my friend's from Jamaica. They talk about how racism isn't the biggest thing there because there's so few white people. So they right. really – are and more of a bubble, but mm-hmm. come on, Prince. I don't know. Maybe he was in a bubble living in the kingdom because he did say he felt trapped. But I can't believe that he. I don't know. He, Maybe he meant think, like institutional think, structural racism. He's
0: he's unfamiliar with it because he doesn't recognize himself as a whole colonizer.
1: You know right. What
0: I mean? He is sure, a whole yeah. colonizer. You you represent this institution of yeah. colonialization and and, and, and who has done harm and devastation. To mm-hmm. much of the world, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. you're not seeing that, you know, quote unquote, these commonwealths are right. under your thumb because of, of oppression and imperialism. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. he's not—he's yeah. not under.
1: He. I guess when you're he, that privileged, you're just yeah, kind of uh, oblivious totally to the real world. world until
0: you met, Until he was with this quote unquote black woman, this, yeah. this as, the, as, yeah. the, as the British said, this gently black woman, because she mm-hmm. was She was Serena now. She just gently sure. black.
1: You know yeah, I mean? yeah basically
0: yeah yeah and then the other thing was and i said this on my my instagram and a couple people kind of came at me like what you mean by that i don't know but listen megan is a very light-skinned black woman yeah let just keep it 100 she's a very light-skinned black woman to the point where if you didn't know that she was black or that her mm-hmm. mom was black you probably have to squint and turn your head yeah. to the side to see that, you know, she had some... Because
1: mm-hmm. her features you know. and everything, her hair, right. I mean, everything about her does not look... Like yeah, she yeah. doesn't wear
0: her hair natural. It's mm-hmm. always blown mm-hmm. out. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know,
1: we don't, you know... We wouldn't know. So for them to treat her like dirt, my goodness. He could have married had, a biracial woman who looked more black, more ethnic. What if he had She's married about as fair skinned like, and, I
0: know. What if he okay, had married somebody like it? you and me? It would have been hell on earth.
1: Oh my goodness. That
0: woman.
1: I mean, oh can't my imagine. goodness.
0: I can imagine. And
1: then the speculation of what will the baby look like <laughs> would have been more based in reality, not just their delusional fears of like are y'all crazy? I mean, like it just was so devastating when she talked about how that particular event, she wasn't up to going and he kind of gave her a pass and said, you know, you don't have to go. And she was like, I I can't be here by myself. Like it's not safe for me to be here alone. Like that broke my heart. That broke my heart that they broke her down to be suicidal. And I I feel that even though he didn't feel comfortable coming forward because he said there was shame, I feel that they wouldn't have cared and they wouldn't have helped. And in fact, I feel like they kind of wanted to drive her crazy a little bit. I, I I think, they okay. wanted to drive her out. They wanted her to be in a madhouse. They wanted her to be mm-hmm. to possibly suicidal and execute it because then that would solve the problem. Mm-hmm. That would and I, and That's so ugly and harsh to say, but, it's the but truth. I feel like they are so resentful that he, quote, tainted and diluted their legacy with non-black, not you know, with non-white blood that I feel like that they were okay with that being the case. Even
0: though um, it's been rumored plenty of years, plenty of times, that they have had black people in their lineage that's not this is not i don't know if is, those people
1: were passing or what it was i mean i
0: mean who knows but they i mean we talked about or who knows talked, how
1: they treated them and maybe they didn't get titles and maybe they're they were treating i don't know yeah but we I don't know.
0: About, you know we talked about bridgerton right and we were talking about yeah. how they cast queen charlotte as a black woman because the rumor is that queen charlotte was partially
1: black you know what I mean? So, so it's for like them, they're acting like this is like so completely unheard of. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about Bridgerton while this aired. Like Bridgerton obviously was very utopic and it looked like there's just happy mingling yeah, of right. the upper class. But yeah. they, w- it was just so hardcore racist the way she described it. Just such an isolating experience. She, I mean, when she said that when she first went there, she had to relinquish her passport and her ID. She didn't want to yeah, use so the so word, but she basically was like kidnapped. She was like a mm-hmm, captive. Mm-hmm, that is so mm-hmm. depressing to be somebody who used to be out and and a free spirit, and acting, and you know, she's not some British girl who grew up like this. This is like me or you. Suddenly, you're yes. like Rapunzel, trapped in the tower and yes. being mistreated
0: and yes. isolated. It's not,
1: it's not, it's not the fair Anywho tale It was interesting.
0: That, yeah, it's not the fairy tale that we thought it would be. No, but no, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't. This is going to sound so harsh for me to say, but as a <laughs> mother, I just think her mom did not prepare her for what mm-hmm. could happen. I think, like I said before. You mean married
1: into this family?
0: Married into this family and, you know, this these consequences. Because I think, okay, I think for most of her life, Megan has had this fortitude of, I can do and be whatever I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be friends with whoever I want to be with. You know, most of her circles are very white. You know, she doesn't, yeah. aside from Serena Williams, I don't know any other Black friends that she had. Mm-hmm. Um she was in a white sorority she went to a pwi her life is very insular and very white and who knows the type of gaslighting her daddy did to her about race or something like that you know who knows what kind of racist shit she had experienced in her life and then people brush it off like oh it's nothing you know it's quote-unquote casual racism as they're calling it now Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and then she has this mom who's like this hippy dippy you know free love type of mom does yoga social worker I don't think she prepared her in any type of way for hard fact racial talks about who she is mainly because of how she looks and I'm just gonna say it is because of how she looks she's been afforded I think she's afforded a pass and she hasn't really realized you know She's like, oh yeah, I'm black. Oh, I just. I think that happens a
1: lot, especially with like, like I don't. You don't watch that show? Um, oh, what's my little All American? It's like about football, like these Mm -hmm. teenagers. Mm-hmm, Mhm. Anyway, there's um, a character, and he's biracial. Tay Diggs is his dad, and he has a white mom. And he's driving in the car with the main character, who's a, a you know young black guy. And they basically get pulled over, the biracial guy and the black guy, who are best friends. They get pulled over by the police. And the black guy, Spencer, the main character, immediately knows how to behave and act. I hate to even say the word behave, but that's what I it know, is. I, I he's know. quiet. He's, he's gotten the talk. He's, yes, sir. He's gotten the talk. He's got it from his mm-hmm. mom and his dad. And and meanwhile, the biracial biracial kid, Jordan, and his mom is this, she's a lawyer, she's like a DA. And the dad is like a football coach and a former NFL player. So not only is he biracial, he's grown up very wealthy, very privileged. Mm-hmm. So he's here, you know, arguing, not not yelling, but kind of having this logical discussion. And, you know, we weren't pulled over and my speedometer said this. And my parents said, if this ever mm-hmm. happened. And Spencer, the black guy, is looking at him in the car like, dude, are you crazy? Like, just put your hands on the steering wheel and mm-hmm. shut the f up. But Jordan is totally oblivious. And he's like, no, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is oh, I'm reaching for his phone. I'm going to call my mom now and before you know it the two of them are slammed down on the ground you know it's real and Jordan's looking all confused and Spencer's like shaking his head and they manage to get you know they safely get home and the black guy says to his his coach, who is the biracial guy's they're like, why didn't you ever give him the talk? Like, why Boy. didn't he know how to act? And Tay is kind of like what you said. I guess I thought I could shield him from that, maybe because he's biracial. Bir- biracial is not white, especially when you it look biracial. Not. It's not white. And in the dark, we all look, whether you're light-skinned, dark skin, curly mm-hmm. hair, straight hair, we mm-hmm. all are black.
0: And, mm-hmm. your,
1: and their parents didn't, I don't know if the white mother probably just didn't know how to give the talk, but Tay was just like, and, you know, he grew up in Crenshaw. It was like he had to live like that. He said, I just didn't want that for my kids. And I guess I thought because we have money and we are in this neighborhood and both his parents, me and his, his mom, are successful, I never – maybe I thought I could avoid that. But, no, mm. you, your kids aren't in a bubble. Eventually they're going to have to go out. They're going to get their license. They're going to go to college. you got to give them the talk. So, it, sorry to cut you off, but it kind of no, reminded no, me of what no, you said, no, that invalid, I don't invalid. think his her parents maybe did prepare her, maybe mm-hmm. because they felt she looked she could pass she could mm-hmm. live a life but no you got to prepare your kids no matter what we have to we do a disservice to them if we don't
0: she's never said she's she's always used the terms i'm i'm mixed race or i'm biracial she's never said i'm black okay. or i'm part black she even yeah. she never even said that
1: that's interesting um mm-hmm.
0: i don't even think she used those words during the interview either mm-hmm. i don't you know um but, you know, it's, 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 it's wild to me. I just, I just,
1: I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. I don't, and then, and then to think she was so nice. Yeah, come thinking. to think of it, I don't
1: think I didn't heard her say, because maybe she mm-hmm. doesn't identify as a black woman because some biracial people do and some don't. And I, no, I did and not that's, hear whatever, that.
0: it's your choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. you want to do that. That's it cool. It does depend
1: on your experiences and how you're raised, sure. Yeah,
0: no sweat off my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but mm-hmm. again, it says, look who rallied to you. Look who's mm-hmm. been coming to your defense, you and Harry's defense. Yes, indeed, black folks. You yes, know what I'm indeed. saying? The, o- the Oprahs and the Serena's and the Tyler Perry's and and all mm-hmm. of Black Britain over there. You know, this the weatherman was going at it with Pierce Morgan, who walked off the set
1: of the, of the morning set <laughs> so of his tantrum
0: now of, trying to oh, come back because
1: he got read by a biracial man yes. and not even read the guy was just basically educating him and calling him out for his foolishness and he was
0: so polite the guy was so yeah. beautifully British and polite So polite. About he it he couldn't take it he couldn't take it you know what I'm getting, thinking, checked. Getting, down and getting checked you know what I'm saying just the brother. fragility
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah. and, like,
0: and like a lot of my friends who are British or live in London said that the racism may not be as insidious and in your face mm-hmm, as it mm-hmm. is over here. Like, we know, you know, if I see a Confederate flag, I'm like, yo, I, I don't need to go in this throat. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. No, it's, it, not it's, 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 the, it's the tiny little pricks and yeah. microaggression yep. that they feel every day yeah. that wears down
1: on you. Yeah. And your son is not going to get a title. Hard. He won't have security. How else should we interpret that? Because exactly. they didn't provide any justification for that. They just exactly. said this is None. what it's going to be.
0: None. And the fact mm-hmm. that they're they basically painting her as an angry Black woman.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: They're painting her as an angry Black woman, which she is so far, <laughs> so so far from that. that yeah, I, so,
1: I, far, I, so far And from that probably that. shocked her, too. She probably hasn't had those kinds of experiences in her life. So. So. She got about. a huge dose of racism real quick of what yes. it means to be a Black yes. woman in, in I was going to say in America, but in the period, world. to be a on Black a global woman global in the world. Yeah. I mean, on a
0: global scale. And then, like my friends, and this was her N word, as they say, wake up call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. She was like, wait, yeah. me? I'm a, I'm a, no,
1: not me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, now you're boy, making yeah. it seem like the Dave Chappelle skit. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: gosh.
1: Oh, but my right. God. No, for her, this was a rude awakening for her.
0: It's a rude awakening for her to yeah. have this happen on such a global stage. You yeah. know, it, 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 it's too much. It's just too much. Yeah. You know shit is bad when you gotta free England to come to racist ass America. Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) My lord. But the fact that they came out and did this, I'm just so happy because they really didn't have to do that. They could have just left. They seem very happy. They have their little home now with their little chickens and their two dogs and the babies. But I appreciate that they wanted to expose and pull the cloak from this daggone royal family that people think is all gravy and stuff. I'm glad that they've moved that cloak aside to to let the truth come out. And And it's like, Mm -hmm. I feel Harry took the biggest risk because that's his family Mm -hmm. kind of at the end when she was just like, I'm so happy. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And, and, and Harry kind of had a, sad, a sadness in his eyes, because even yeah. though his family's racist and that's fucked up, it's still his family. I so know. now he basically has left everyone in the home he's known, even though he mm-hmm. said he felt trapped, so he f- does feel free. It's sad that his family, he has to kind of break away from them and basically be- become estranged. Mm -hmm. and i know that he said it's a lot like a lot of it's not his family doing this it's the institute i guess the people who kind of control it but it's still like they have to adhere to the institute and the firm Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. to leave them is to kind of be estranged from his family his his nephews and the baby won't really get to spend as much time with his cousins and all that so it's it's a sad story we'll be following the story i guess Yeah, we will be
0: following it and they're going to be having a girl so she's playing it with a girl
1: I, mm-hmm. hope they, I hope she can have her. that baby. That's good yeah. they got away because she needs to um to not have a she needs to have a stress free pregnancy. Yes, yeah, she mm-hmm. does. Which is wild
0: again in America. You black woman, like yeah. <laughs> this is the but they're gonna probably you be, you know, like celebrities
1: have their own bubble and stuff. These oh, people oh, are like man. gonna be treated and beyond. I don't know where they live. Probably some gated community somewhere. They live in Kigo Santa Barbara, California. Yeah. But we don't. What know were that. you gonna say? You hope she names the baby what? Diana. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, that would be so lovely. Yeah. I bet that royal family would croak. Oh, I <laughs> no,
0: hope they, they would. See. That's a
1: that's such a nice um. The, that the, would be such the, a nice the little thing.
0: princess Charlotte. Her middle name is uh, Diana, so mm-hmm. they could give the
1: baby.
0: I mean, they give the baby, they give them folks same names. All well, the time. they
1: might because remember he they announced um her pregnancy on was it Valentine's Day or the day after? Mm-hmm. It was basically the same day that Princess Di did yep so yep, uh, yep, maybe yep. maybe they will consider that as a name, so I think that yeah. that would be wonderful, yeah. his mom would be very happy to know that anyway, yeah. child,
0: so moving mm-hmm. on to happier royalty stuff, so we both <laughs> watched coming to America um and it was i'm sorry-
1: I thought it was delightful, okay, I enjoyed it. <laughs> what about you? Mm-hmm. um, I watched it twice because I wanted to kind of really be firm and how I felt about it, Um, I really loved parts of it. It got a little bit busy, um, but I enjoyed it. And Mm -hmm. the second time that I watched it, I enjoyed it even more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was fun. It wasn't necessarily supposed to be the original, but I also like that Mm -hmm. the way that the story was told obviously there were many pieces that were similar to the original. So I feel like mm-hmm. it was kind of shared in a way for people who, the generation who maybe hasn't seen it, mm-hmm. like my children, they could see this without seeing the original and enjoy it. Um, yes. I want my kids to see the original, excuse me, but I feel like the way this was done was kind of understanding that some people haven't seen it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I what I liked the most about the movie was just, I felt like there was this theme of women's empowerment. Yes. Like I felt really yes. proud. Every scene where like the daughters were fighting him or fighting whatever Wesley Snipes, you know, at the end, fighting the bad guys. Uh, You know, I was, of course, really glad when he finally manned up and made a decision to change the law so his his daughter could take her rightful place and assume the throne. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I appreciated that theme of empowerment throughout the movie. Like, it just made me feel good. Like, really, those fight scenes, which were so silly, but I just, I was so happy to see them. Um, (coughs) Excuse Another thing I really, I thought was cute was, I mean, I loved all the flashback scenes. I thought Mm -hmm. that they were woven very um, seamlessly into the movie, showing the scenes from the original. Like, it was perfect the way they were woven in, and I just was, it was cute, and I was impressed how... At the beginning of the movie, they needed to kind of continue the scene in the bar when he first met baby mama, quote-unquote mm-hmm. baby mama. And so I thought it was cute how they basically use, like, super thick makeup and dim lighting to to have them play those roles from, like, 20 years ago. I thought Arsenio looked amazing. amazing. Eddie looked great. Mm-hmm. It was shocking because I could see where they were going in the bar. He was telling the story. And in my head I was like, how are they gonna you know, carry on the scene? How are they gonna continue it? And sure enough they kept going. Ooh. I was winning at the screen sque- the screen. Really Arsenio looked great and he then Eddie does. was in the dim lighting like you know it just was cute like that they basically sweet. were able to, to keep that going um, and of course mm-hmm. the barbershop scenes were hysterical <laughs> yes. you know those are always classics any of the scenes with the original characters were, were so funny um, and of course it goes without saying that the costumes the set design everything was just yeah. stunning uh. it was a visual treat mm-hmm. it was kind of everything that I think we hoped you and I hoped that that Nollywood meets Bollywood movie would be yes. obviously the <laughs> are entirely different but just kind of the magic and the um you know the celebration and the the beauty and the um everything that makes a royal wedding and a royal celebration mm-hmm. what it should be so yeah I just it, like, it I, was I, I,
0: yeah I just like them kind of flipping the whole trope on his head you know the kind of princess prince trope on his head you yeah know I mean? and having yeah. like the and and the fact that first of all he didn't even question that. That's not my son. He just said, Okay, well, okay, it's my son. You know, so he yeah. didn't even like think about, you know, or trying to fight it or whatever. He's okay, dismiss Yeah. Person. You yeah. know what I
1: mean? And then, yeah. you know, Cause he could have went through DNA tests and all this crap. Yeah, but he, he, I he, he just, just, just kind of accepted it. He
0: was like, okay, that is my son. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: immediately and I'm glad because I feel like the movie, I always, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of a less of a, less is more person in a movie, I don't mm-hmm. like a movie too long, that would have just extended it yeah. if they went into the whole proving paternity, it was yeah. pretty clear cut and they just, he approached him at Madison Square Gardens and, and boom it was done, yeah. Tracy Morgan was so funny in it, Leslie Jordan was funny in it, it just everyone was great, Everybody was everyone awesome. was great yeah. there were things that annoyed me that I didn't like but it's, I, it might, it's just unique to me because I hear people love these, like I kind of didn't like the um like that live concert thing at the funeral. I like the idea that the dad wanted to do a funeral while he was still alive, but yeah, I don't know it was me <laughs> for some reason. To see like en vogue and salt papa i don't know it just was i was happy to see devito at the end i thought that was a nice celebration there should have been more african artists i would have liked to see if they could i thought that his son did a fantastic job i've never seen that comedian or actor before he was great it would have been cool to me if rotemi had gotten that role of the son though because you know rotemi is a real actor obviously you you watch power right so he's great he sings, he has a hit song they play in New York all the time, mm-hmm. and um, and he's funny. So, you know, he has that, I don't know if you ever have been on his Instagram, but he has this character that he plays, it's like Nigerian Butterscotch, yes, where he does like this Nigerian accent. It's so funny. He plays like a sleazy Nigerian guy, older man, and it's yeah. just so funny. I think he would have killed it in um yeah. the, the role if he'd been the son, but that was cool. He was great. Mm-hmm. Wesley yeah. was fantastic. I, I mean, like Wesley's how, I life was fantastic. like how they
0: fantastic. Said that, that um, Vanessa Bell Calvary was his sister, basically, from next Yeah, Georgia. yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Everything tied yeah. in nicely. Everything tied in, yes. Yeah. I yeah.
1: that. And weird. it made sense. He didn't end up wanting to kill him because not only did Eddie break the curse, but yeah. also they became united. And it was all about money for Wesley, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, it was funny because Tiana was so beautiful and sensual and sexual. She was. But then when she had the role, like the same kind of subservient, yeah. You know, whatever you like. like that felt yeah. so weird and unmatched because she had been such this sexual goddess when she was, you know. But it's it's it would, cool, have, been like. nice.
0: it would yeah. have been nice if they like took if she was over there in that scene with him and like, look, this some bullshit. Look, you know, this some you were I, right, right. I know.
1: Right, right. I feel like that would have been like, more yes. in the character. That would
0: have been more in the in the time. Because or
1: it, in the in the character of how she looked when she came in so sexual and strong and dancing and mm-hmm. for that to be and whatever you like, it didn't really match. So, yes, when they went right. to the side, if she had talked to him in a low voice, yes, I think that would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But that, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. it, the movie was a pleasure. When Sexual Chocolate came out at the end, oh God, it was just yes. like everything. It, yes. <laughs> it was everything. It? <laughs> I only missed, the only two people I missed were her sister. Yeah. Um, I wish yes. she had been in the movie. Um, and, of course, I also missed um, Michael, what's his name? A soul glow her ex-boyfriend um, the actor yeah oh. eric, LaSalle. eric lasalle yeah mm. i would have liked to, i don't know if he's doing other things it felt like he didn't want to do this but
0: it, it
1: would have been <laughs> nice yeah, it it would have been
0: nice. I don't know where she is, but it would have been nice, like to maybe see. Yeah, because it was like a
1: big, big family reunion. That's what yeah. it felt like, it and was it was just like, such a yeah. pleasure yeah. to see everybody. What everybody all is doing. So those were to me the most noticeable absences, you know, because I mean, they're, they're, they're alive just, and they're, they're well, as far as. Been
0: at the wedding, you know what I mean. They could have just been at the wedding or something. Something, yeah. They could have popped right.
1: up because remember yeah. at the end, I think she was trying to get with him. It could have been a little thing where they were married or you know whatever. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they
0: were married instead of of them having like a jerry curl. Empire. He has like a natural hair care empire. Or something. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. It could have been, it. or it, even if not a big role. When Eddie went back to America to get his son, he could have like kind of quickly just popped into the shop to see. Oh, like you said, a natural salon, mm-hmm. lock technician, and the, Eric could have still been hating or whatever. So it could have just been a little cameo where he cut mm-hmm, his eyes at him, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just would have been nice. That's yeah. okay though. That's you okay, know, okay. we'll we'll yeah. see where it goes next. But but kudos to you, Eddie. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was really cute. The and, second time watching, definitely I enjoyed it much more. Even so,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I watched it twice too, and I love the costuming, the hair. I mean, yeah. the hair was amazing. The um, the mm-hmm. hairstylist who did the hair as an Atlanta-based um hair and makeup artist or whatever. Okay, like, mm-hmm. like, they like, Wesley's, it. I'm sorry, Wesley's wig. Oh my God, that thing looked real. I I, didn't, I thought that I was growing oh. out of his scalp. It looks so good. Wait, whose who's wig? Wesley Snipes. His, like, wig. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it that was great, so yeah. Weird. It looked like it was coming out of his scalp.
0: But yeah, was, they did a good it was, job. I mean, it
1: wasn't no Shamar Moore Cornwall wig. Oh We've come a long way from those days. See,
0: I wasn't going to talk shit about <laughs> Or no Makai
1: Pfeiffer 8 Mile, Green Mile, whatever wig. His oh job God, up God. wig. Yes, 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 I'm not going to talk shit about Tyler Perry. I'm not,
0: I'm not, I'm not. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. But,
1: you yes. made a
0: vow, I right? I made a vow. I made a vow for 2021. Oh, I'm not gosh. Do it.
1: But no, it was, but, it was lovely. It was, it was, it was lovely. It was, it, was really it was really good. So nice.
0: It was well done. I, know, I, I don't need a third. Listen, I don't need a third. Let's just end it well, right no,
1: here. I don't know about that now, because you know how Hollywood is. They think they're on to something. <sighs> it don't might be third, tough. or fifth, and, and sixth.
0: I, mean, I was, don't know what
1: else there yeah. is to say, though. What else What else is left? You know, this plot was yeah. plenty. It was enough. It just, her, her, Leslie Jones' interactions with Sherry Headley were just so oh, funny. Oh, Do you remember oh, when oh. she first saw her, I'm sorry for sleeping with your man. Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right and then we like the kardashians it was just funny oh i don't God. always find leslie jones funny like you know i used yeah. to watch her on snl she was okay but but mm-hmm. she just was so funny on this She was, funny, and she was. was cute just it was it was lovely i, I wanted more
0: Lunel. i, Lunelle I was was like, more Lunelle too Lunelle
1: was like yeah. you want me to
0: cut
1: these candles in half <laughs> <So> <laughs> I can <make> 20. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny it and it really so felt like chilling like you know i live here and uh when you go to somebody's house especially in queens it just it's that vibe was just so uh-huh. on point when you walk in people chilling on the couch talking the elders it's just the vibe was just so real it's just so mm-hmm. funny but i think the point anyway.
0: of was just like family in general like families yeah. don't always look the same or yeah. families can be yeah. different because he had his extended family with his aunts and uncles and stuff And they're the people who raised him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, there was no ill will or whatever, you know?
1: Exactly, exactly. Oh my
0: God. Oh my God, when Mr. McDonald (laughs) said, our pieces
1: are on the bottom. <laughs> I know, that was so funny. Oh, his like, little mixed blurby. God. Who wants the, <laughs> the toppings on the bottom? He's always, <laughs> I just like that he kept that, they kept it, everything consistent oh, with the, the first movie. That was, that was really sweet. funny. I know,
0: even Louie Anderson was
1: in that. Like, right, is in his little what African outfit. I no. like that he basically moved, I like that she moved her, her dad and his business to Uh, i was about to say wakanda (laughs) zamunda like i like that because it showed like i'm gonna move across the world and leave everything behind but i'm taking my family with him and the business so that was cool to have a mcdowell's uh zamunda that was so funny yeah that was too funny but i love
0: it it was a a nice cap to the weekend and yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice to see. Mm-hmm. It. It, it was something that everybody could enjoy because I don't think it was a lot of. It wasn't a lot of gratuitous anything in the movie, really. So. Oh no, I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you have a thirteen and upper, they probably could watch it. So it, it's. Cool. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Good. Yeah, definitely appropriate. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do do we have any um things else to say about about anything? Like I said, I'm not gonna talk shit about Tyler Perry. <laughs>
1: No, I feel like that was that was my watching romance. If we well, call that romance,
0: yeah, yeah. There's a new one coming on um, on uh, on TV. I haven't watched it yet. Called Delilah, but it's starring our girl Jill Marie Jones, um, and it's about an attorney. Wait, who... you said
1: Jill Marie Jones? What? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, girl I have Jill to Jill record Jones. that. Um, Tony it's, Child, honey. Um, called Delilah. It's on um, on. Um, mm-hmm. It premiered, I think, yesterday, um, and she, it, she, she plays the attorney's best friend or something like that. I don't know, but she's, she's caught up in some mess, because there's a lot of mystery and stuff going on, but she mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. needs a, like white shoe law firm to kind of hang her own shingle and start her own thing to kind of, you know, get justice for, you know, the downtrodden. hmm a lot of stuff going on, but it's like a, like a like a little bit of a mystery. It's from the person who does um, Queen Sugar, so, yeah. Okay, and um, so good. I we we'll, I feel really really enjoy it. Um, I don't remember not, DVR not, that. So we'll so we'll um,
1: really enjoy it. So okay, that mm-hmm. that's it. is Jill um, Marie Jones the main character, or she's just one of the no, characters.
0: She's one of the main characters. Uh, she's not okay. the main. Character. Okay. But mm-hmm. of course when I saw her, I was like, oh Jillie Jones, let me see what this is about. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that's about that's that's really nothing else going on right now. Like I said, all the spring movies will be coming out soon. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as reading romance is concerned, um Talia Hibbert's new one at your age Eve Brown came out. Um, I just started it. It is hilarious as usual. Um I I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's the last in her Brown sister series. Okay. This sister, this sister is like kind of flighty and crazy, and she she does all kind of stuff that's like off off the chain <laughs> with with uh with regards to like trying to find a job, and then she like breaks this guy's arm, but then they fall in love. And yeah, it's it's wild. It's crazy. And of course, there's a lot of steamy kisses and sex scenes and stuff in it. So, yeah. But speaking of fairy tales, um, there's another book called Love and Color by Balu Babalola. And uh, so it's about love from discovering love from times long ago. It's like retelling of classic love stories and mythology. Okay.
1: So mm-hmm. you have Greek
0: myths uh, being told, um, Nigerian folk tales, South Asian stuff. So it's like an mm-hmm. anthology of um, love stories that are aimed to like decolonize like these tropes about love and stuff like okay. that. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really good. I've read a few of the stories out of there and they're very, very good, very good stories. So those are my two recommendations for reading romance. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. either one of us has a listening Romance, um, recommendation.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll have one for y'all for next time, though. Don't worry, never yeah. fear. <laughs>
0: I have been listening. I, well, well, I'll take it back. I have been listening to the new Bruno Mars, uh,
1: silk song. Oh, I song. like that song that sounds real old school and stuff. Yes! He takes it back. I love yes. that song,
0: Leave the Door Open, with uh. Anderson Park and Bruno Mars who are calling themselves Silk Sonic now. <laughs> as, a, as a He calls group. himself what you said? Silk Sonic. That's the name of the group. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed that song. So they're going to yeah, be performing on the Grammys um this Sunday. So um, we'll take a look at them on the Grammys when they're performing. So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, okay, that should be I mean. exciting. Not, He's a good performer. He does a good show. Yeah, Bruno Mars is really amazing. Music, yeah, he's playing dances. He's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like he should have done the Super Bowl instead of um, Miguel. Not Miguel. What's his name? The Weeknd, who I love. I love did The Weeknd's he music. Did he did the Super Bowl before, remember? Did he do it before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then he's yeah. a good pick. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did
0: the Super Bowl before, and he jumped on and played literally every single instrument.
1: You know? Oh, of course yeah. he did. Yeah, oh, that's going to be a good track. performance. Yeah. So he's going to be. Thank you there. for that reminder about yes, the a, about
0: the granny. Yeah, yes he's going to be on there. So, yeah. So you guys, that's the end of our show. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: Thanks for tuning in, guys, and have a fun and safe weekend. Yes. And I hope you're getting some warm spring weather too, like we are. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So just remember, behind every fairy tale, it might not be as. It's improved, yes. as you think yes. so yeah you know water your own grass okay <laughs> Not, yes. don't envy somebody else's lawn all right yeah great <laughs> words a, to end on
1: yes great words to end on all, <laughs> right. all right guys peace okay. out bye, bye.